Good morning. The author of Proverbs 15.23 wrote, A word spoken in good season, how good it is. I first realized the power of words when I was an awkward 13-year-old 8th grader at McClay Junior High School. Like many girls that age, I was self-conscious about my looks. Add to that, I had never heard the word colored or negro used in the same sentence with the word pretty. So I had resigned myself to be considered a downright ugly girl at worst, or just an invisible girl at best. Then one day out of the blue, really, my blonde-haired, blue-eyed, and very pretty 30-something PE teacher pulled me aside as the class made its way off the volleyball court to the gym locker room. Once everyone had passed, she said in a very sincere tone, Juanita, did you know that your long legs are a sign of beauty? No, I didn't know. And I was surprised she had pulled me aside to say that. But I couldn't deny the impact of her words. I believed her. So at least I'm not ugly. It wasn't just because she was an adult that I believed her, but because she was a white adult. And I instinctively knew from the American society I grew up in that whites made all the rules. Those few words transformed my teenage years into very pleasant years with an adequate number of dates, all because a PE teacher gave me, an insecure teenager, a sense of confidence I would have never known. The words spoken in due season, how good they were. Other words, likewise spoken in due season, have encouraged, transformed, inspired, strengthened, and sustained me throughout the years. I was a 34-year-old mother of three young children when my mother died of breast cancer. She had become my best friend and my rock. She was my go-to person for advice on practically everything. Beside the immense grief at her loss, I really didn't know how I was going to get along without her. After the wake, our extended family was dining at, at the Inglewood uh, Sizzler when my cousin Linda, my same age, a nurse, looks intently at me across the table and says, you know, everything you need to get on in this life, your mother already taught you. Due season, and oh so good. Those words continue to echo in my head when I need wisdom, and sure enough, my mother's words are always there as a guide. But there are also words in our collective psyche that sustain me. These words curb my human and sometimes not so nice tendencies. They keep me on track in my daily life filled with relationships. Words spoken by Jesus, love thy neighbor as thyself. Words spoken by Martin Luther King Jr., I have a dream. Words spoken by Gandhi, an eye for an eye only ends up making the whole world blind. Of course, there are many other words that sustain my conviction 
and probably yours, to be a positive force in this world. For me, sustaining and affirming words are often set to music. These songs at some point became soul-sustaining mantras that I sang over and over. In the 1960s, James Brown preserved my self-esteem with, say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. In the 1970s, Helen Reddy steered me toward feminism with, I am woman, hear me roar. Shaka Khan got me through a painful divorce with, I'm every woman, it's all in me. Michael Jackson still reminds me that I'm starting with the man in the mirror, I'm asking him to change his ways, and no message could have been any clearer. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and then make a change. Quite often, the life-sustaining words come from within. Yes, I do talk to myself pretty much all day and every day. All the assessments say that I'm an introvert, so maybe I do talk to myself a little bit more than all you extroverts out there. But what is important are the words I say in my self-talk. In times of unavoidable risk or peril, physical, emotional, or career, I say, be courageous. You can get through this. In times of temptation, like those cookies waiting just outside these doors, you might actually hear me say out loud, Juanita, just walk on by. When faced with a daunting challenge where quitting looks so good, I say to myself, eat the elephant one bite at a time, so take another bite. When I'm exhausted, I have to tell this type A, driven, achiever personality that it's okay to rest. More, rec more recently, it's okay to escape into a Twilight book or movie. Yes, I'm a Twilight and proud of it. But words spoken to myself in due season, how good they are. I never believed the saying my parents drilled into me and my brothers to combat the cruel words that children, especially black children in the 1960s at the beginning of school integration, would inevitably face. You probably learned them too. My mother used to make us recite them. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never harm me. Good try. And actually, those words probably kept us out of real trouble since we didn't retaliate when mean worlds were hur hurled at us, at least not much. But those words are a lie, and my mother probably knew it. Hurtful words, lying accusations, and withheld praise cut, us, cut just as deep and can last just as long, if not longer sometimes, than any physical wound. Words can bring a lifetime of death and destruction. Words can kill dreams, destroy a marriage, can ruin the self-esteem of another human being, can fuel hatred, can cause wars, and can lead to the genocide of six million innocent people. There's a proverb that says life and death are in the power of the tongue. The same tongue that can deliver life-sustaining words can wield a death blow. 
but I realize that too many of us are guilty of giving some tongues more power than others. Certainly, this is true in my life. When I was growing up, I recall that when a white person said something, it had so much more credibility than when a colored person said it. In my church, the words of a male held greater credibility than females. In many churches, that's still the case. In too many countries, half the population is still silenced. With effort, some of that has changed in my own thinking, but I still have to catch myself. Do I give as much credibility to the words of a person with a heavy Mexican accent as I do to the person who speaks perfect American English? Or how about a heavy Southern accent? That's a real challenge for me. I can't help but wonder how many good ideas and how many life-giving words I've missed because I couldn't hear, wouldn't hear, the words because of the messenger. Whose words do you have trouble hearing? Some of you might be hanging onto my every word this morning because of the internalized myth of the black woman as wise sage, the Oprah effect. <laughs> my point is this, good words, life-sustaining, life-enhancing words, spoken or even sung in due season can come from any of us. My prayer for myself is this, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Let my words be life-giving and life-sustaining, whether I speak them to myself or to others. And please, Lord, attune my ears to hear the words spoken in due season, no matter whose voice delivers them. Amen.